absolutely, uh, I do believe that uh, it's um, a very good uh, value for money. It's exceptional value for money, actually, in terms of uh, what we achieve as a country. I mean, I suppose two or three decades ago, uh, the Taoiseach uh, went to Washington and a few ministers went to maybe very high-profile countries. Uh, But given the fact now that our global footprint is so enormous... Um, Irish companies are trading uh, practically in every uh, major industrial country in the world and every major industrial city in the world. They think of it like Yemen Ryan is over in Singapore uh, and uh, in China. That's a growing market for Ireland, uh, a significant market. Uh, We are a country that has one of the biggest, if not the biggest, aviation leasing companies uh, in the world. It's based in Shannon and, uh, uh, you know, it has offices in Shannon and it has a significant um, uh, operation in Singapore. That's just one example. Uh, We have a situation uh, where the Oscars are on. Uh, There's a, a massive trade delegation over uh, in LA, taking advantage of the Irish profile uh, that we're getting as a result of the amount of nominations we've had. Um, you know, I suppose uh, there's a, a very big uh, um, industry, film industry conference coming to Limerick uh, in September. Um, it's going to bring huge business, not just to Limerick, but to County Clare and the surrounding counties as well. OK, so you feel like from an FB, FDI point of view and promoting mm-hmm. Brand Ireland abroad that it is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you're more than aware, Martin. And would you acknowledge that the criticism that people have made of uh, sending all these ministers abroad, you know, the cost of the taxpayers, I mentioned there's uh, a significant number heading abroad, uh, 36 representatives to 74 yeah. cities and 44 countries. We'll get to the uh, environmental aspect of that uh, in just a, a moment. But does it also, uh, you know, aside from the, the, the cost of the taxpayer, the, the doll is in a recess at a time when there's huge, huge issues to be dealt with, housing crisis and many more uh, problems. Uh, could the time be better spent having our representatives in uh, the doll trying to uh, expedite uh, some plans or solutions for those issues? Yeah, well, uh, my understanding is that what we're actually missing in real terms is three days in the doll. Um, you know, if you look at uh, some of the foreign direct investment that we have in Ireland, uh, we have nine out of the top 12 pharmaceutical companies with their uh, biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world with their uh, European head offices based in Ireland. Um, you know, those type of relationships are built over time. The ministers and the delegations that are travelling with them are engaging with companies now that may not invest in Ireland for a number of years. Uh, who would have thought 20, 30 years ago, even 15 years ago, uh, that we would have five or 6,000 people working in an outfit called Facebook in Dublin? And, you know, you can extend that to LinkedIn, to Apple, you know, to Twitter, uh, to all of these other companies. And I suppose, uh, given the fact that uh, we're seeing a kind of a, a readjustment in terms of tech jobs, it's even more important um, that uh, ministers go abroad. And if you look at the uh, returns that we've got now in terms of corporation tax, uh, it ensures that we didn't have to do in excess borrowing during the pandemic. We were able to provide the pandemic unemployment payment. We were able to essentially pay businesses to stay shut. All of that uh, came out of uh, corporation tax. Although some uh, of those we, companies you mentioned could be paying yeah. a lot more in, in, in corporation well, tax. You know, that's, that's why there is a, a, a tax agreement now. Uh, uh, you know, but like, I suppose what we're talking about here this morning is the fact that these companies are located in Ireland 
that didn't come about by accident and it's my view and it is the considered view of many industry experts that uh, the relationships that are built up uh, during the St. Patrick's Day period um, you know we are the only country in the world that brings New York City to a standstill on our national day you know the Hispanics don't do it uh, the Indians don't do it even though they have many many multiples of our population and we wouldn't be uh, um, uh, boxing at the top level Okay, if we didn't send people to these countries to take Okay, so you you feel it is very much uh, worthwhile and that there's economic and reputational advantages for us doing so. Uh, Timmy Dooley, what what do you think? Would you acknowledge any of the criticisms that people have or do you just think that the positives far outweigh the the negatives that may be attached to all this exodus of uh, ministers and public representatives abroad for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, good, good, good morning, Alan. And I too, like Martin, just want to send my best wishes to St. Joseph's on that wonderful achievement. And to your question, I, I think there's nothing but positivity that can come from this. Martin has set out very well uh, the importance of a day like this and an opportunity to showcase Ireland to the top multinationals. And we have seen how successful that has been. It has returned in spades. So there is a cost. There's a cost to doing business. Um, but the cost is infinitely small by comparisons to the return we get. And also, in addition to the foreign investment side, which Martin has very well covered, look at the tourism potential. Ministers, when they travel, get prime time slots on news and current affairs programmes in all these jurisdictions. Um, there's a big hype and a big, um, you know, razzmatazz about St. Patrick's Day um, and about the St. Patrick festivities in far-flung countries. And it is part of um, a promotion of the country, which we benefit so hugely from a tourism point of view. But could we not still get that promotion from, you know, the foreign dignitaries from those countries coming here? They could experience St. Patrick's Day in, uh, in Ireland itself and that media coverage... Would we, we, we would still get that from those news outlets in these various countries because, um, you know, their foreign dignitaries were coming here and we'd save and all we the do, travel. We, we, we do get a little bit of that for sure when they come, but there's nothing like an Irish representative being in a country. Like, the, the reality is when a, a minister goes, the Irish embassy puts on a, a programme of events, they visit facilities they appear on the local television stations. So they get a much wider audience um, that way rather than just inviting uh, the leader of one of those countries, who, by the way, mightn't be bothered coming to Ireland. Uh, For some, if you're talking about Sri Lanka or you're talking about um, Singapore or you're talking about Australia, the chances of getting a leader or a minister from one of those countries to come to Ireland is very limited. We're a small country um, with a very open economy, so it's no different to any company that has something to sell. The salesmen don't sit in the office and wait for the customers to appear. They go out and they target them. It's a basic principle of business. And if we, you know, what we have to see about, and there's an there's such an opportunity um, with 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 St Patrick's Day. It's celebrated in so many countries around the world, initially by the Irish people who have moved there, but by a broader group of people who have no connection with Ireland, but see us as an outward, fun-loving country, and they want to know a little bit more. And okay, but what about the... Junior, Mr. But Timmy, on a television program hmm. explaining about the Cliffs of Moher or about you know the tourism attractions that are across this county, whether it's Loch Derg or any of the places in between, 
That's huge. Yeah, no, I, I take that point. It's a great opportunity to promote our country abroad. But what about that lost time in the doll? The it, it may be a brief recess, as Martin says, it's three days. But given the massive issues that the government are seemingly struggling to uh, to solve, that's three important days where there could be, you know, move the pro the process along in terms of finding solutions, like with homelessness, with housing, and, and other critical issues like that. Yeah, and the doll sits and the Senate sits late into the evenings to make to make up for this. You know, the, the time gets done, the work gets done at the end of the day. It mightn't be the way people want it, or we mightn't be able to find the solutions as quickly as we'd like to. But it isn't a loss to the people of Ireland, the fact that ministers are away. The reality is, if we don't continue to drive the economy, we're not going to have the money to sort the housing problem. The housing issue is being worked on. There's houses being built in as an aggressive manner as possible. Um, there are delays, huge delays in the planning thing, which we can talk about again in terms of what's going on at board Planola. Um, and there are other issues that are, are, are holding up the supply of housing, whether it be the provision of sewage infrastructure and water infrastructure. These are issues that don't have to get addressed in the dog, quite frankly. They're on the operational side, uh, and that's where most of the delays, quite frankly, are, are, are coming from. Okay. We have to we have to grasp this opportunity as we as successive governments have done, um, and it's the right approach. They even did it uh, during COVID. There was efforts made to still keep that presence abroad, to continue to promote Ireland. Because like there's no doubt if you if, if you look at how the way Ireland has grown on the back of all that foreign investment that has has come to Ireland that has provided jobs for our young and for our not so young, and then the tourism business that comes like all in all. It's a really positive experience. Oh, okay, you, you feel yeah, like Martin. The benefits far outweigh uh, the any negative side to it. Martin, though, just returning to the environmental uh, question in relation to this. You know, we're being told we all we are all being told we need to reduce our emissions. Yet you have all of these ministers travelling abroad. It's, the public may find it a bit tough to. Uh, to accept that we're being told to reduce our emissions, but then you have all these ministers and junior ministers heading to all corners of the globe, and there's, say, there's a significant carbon footprint there as well. Yeah, actually, look, uh, you know, I, I accept that, but it's a balancing act, Alan. You know, you have to decide what's uh, in the best interest of the country, and sometimes you have to make a decision to take advantage of an open goal. And, like, it's not just the ministers uh, that travel abroad. I mean, the ministers, I suppose, are at the high level. Uh, they're the ones we read about in the papers. But like, there are so many of our industries, our export industries, who take advantage of St. Patrick's Day as well. I mean, I just think of the whiskey industry. I know Jemison has a huge operation uh, in terms of taking advantage of um, St. Patrick's Day throughout the world. You know, um, I saw something on social media from the uh, um, the Rigney, the, uh, the gunpowder gin. Uh, they're uh, huge in America now, and uh, St. Patrick's Day... Uh, is something that they built uh, upon. And, you know, they're creating hundreds and thousands of jobs uh, in Ireland. These are new industries uh, that, that are developing, seeing the huge marketing opportunity of it. Like, on board beer, have a massive programme uh, in terms of promoting uh, uh, food uh, and uh, Irish products abroad. Um, some of the NGOs, I know an NGO that I'm very closely associated with myself, I'm on the board of directors of the National Council of the Blind, um, uh, they're abroad uh, um, uh, towards the end of the week and I'm actually joining them uh, uh, because they're trying to source money to, to invest in equipment and bursaries to help uh, young Irish visually impaired and blind people uh, uh, to go to college and to provide bursaries for them and there's a huge fundraising drive in New York and Boston 
uh, at the end of this week. And, you know, that money, uh, uh, when it is secured, and I've no doubt it will be, uh, will uh, be a direct benefit to young, blind, and visually impaired stu- okay. secondary school students to go on to third level. So I suppose, in essence, it, the ministers are the high level, uh, uh, but I, there are hundreds of NGOs and companies in Ireland who take advantage of this open goal opportunity. Okay, so there are there are many many more heading abroad. Look, time is against us, but just to finish with yourself, Timmy, this is the biggest St Patrick's Day program in terms of the numbers of representatives we have heading abroad. Could it have been curtailed, but still been just as effective? And just to give you a sense of the views that are coming in, John and West Clare says, where will all these tourists stay with all of our accommodation already full? How long will it take Eamon Ryan to cycle to China? Annual junkets? Shameful. That's. I'm, I'm sure you're you're used to hearing those kind of views, but those are the views that are coming in. Yeah. Look, it would be a really popular thing to do if the minister stayed at home this year and made a virtue out of it. They'd probably increase in popularity. But it, it's not about the popularity of the ministers. It's about doing what's right in the long term. And I take John's point about the crisis that we have in housing and in accommodation because of the war in Ukraine. That will be a short to medium term problem. The kind of work that's been done now year after year is looking at five, seven years forward in terms of attracting uh, tourism and investment to this country. The reality is, yes, we have a good pipeline of tourism at the minute um, and we have strong demand. But when you take your foot off the pedal and you start promoting, that's when you start to lose your footing. That's when you start to lose your place on these programmes. And if I, if if ministers didn't travel this year, the kind of events that are scheduled that happen year after year after year. They're in the calendar. They're not for changing. If you drop out this year, somebody else gets their slot and be harder to get it next year or the year after. So whilst it might be popular and might appeal to a certain cohort of people, it wouldn't be in the greater interest of the Irish people or the Irish economy or the island of Ireland.